Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. We would also appreciate a rating and review of the podcast when subscribing. We're also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. Additionally, you can reach us by email at louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. All right, everyone, we're back with another episode of Louisiana Ladies. And before Lainey yells at me, I'm just picking Lainey, uh, we are recording with our guests over Zoom. So just keep that in mind in terms of audio. And today we have somebody that probably knows me better than I would say the majority of people in my life. Right? She's laughing over Zoom, but I'll, I'll get there. Her name is Luciana Turner. Uh, I actually call her Lucy. I don't know if she knows that. And Luciana has been a part of my life in, in the, to me, some of the best self-care that you can do. And she is my massage therapist. So I tell people all the time, I have a massage therapist. I do not go get massages. I have a massage therapist. Those to me are two different things, right? So Luciana, thank you so much for being here today welcome thank you for having me and a little I want to start just with a little bit of um background on you so um kind of tell the audience where you were maybe born and raised or where you're from and you take us as much as you want through what got you to where you are today and what is and why are you so passionate that's kind of a lot but I just want to give you the floor and talk about talk about your history um and what what you do Okay. Well, I was born in Lafayette, Lafayette, Louisiana, um, Cajun country. Uh, gosh, um, this, I don't know if you guys want to hear the, the boring part of the story or the exciting part of the story, but it's never boring. <laughs> it's never boring. Tell us both. Well, I'll just kind of combine it. So, um, I was born in Lafayette. Uh, I'm a military brat. So when I was three, my parents moved, um, to East Germany. And I had a lot of, um, I guess, like life experiences there. And I'll kind of get into what I mean with life experiences. But um, I feel like my massage modality or practice is kind of like this worldwide thing. So Missy can kind of like relate to what I mean when I say worldwide. So um, I was inspired to become a massage therapist, gosh, when I was probably about... 25. And I feel like I kind of started a little bit later in life because I just really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was passionate about people. So I was a medical billing specialist. So I did billing for um, an oncologist and hematologist. And right before moving from the East Coast, I, um, I was in school for accounting. And accounting was like hard. I'm not a math person, but I don't know why accounting um I I still can't figure out why I chose that as my major but 
it just wasn't working out for me. The numbers were just, you know, just all over the place for me. So I moved um, from North Carolina to Baton Rouge, where uh, I, I went to high school here. So it's like, when I say worldwide, we, we moved from Germany to North Carolina, from North Carolina to um, Baton Rouge. My dad retired in Baton Rouge. And so I went to high school here at Scotlandville Magnet. Um, and then I moved back to North Carolina to the East Coast when I got married. Because my, um, my ex-husband was military. And then I moved back here. So like back and forth, back and forth. But when I moved back here, after changing my, um, my major from accounting, I had two kids and I was a single mom. And I was like, man, I really need to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with myself. I was still doing medical billing, but at the time I was doing it for an oncologist, not an oncologist, for an um, ophthalmologist. And that was just kind of getting boring, you know, so... I wanted to find a job that inspired me to help people, something where I felt like I was just like making a difference in someone's life. Uh, a few years before that, my grandmother had passed away and she was on hospice. And when I came home to visit her, she kept telling me to, you know, touch her hand, massage her hand. And I just was really caught up in how she would fall asleep with just us massaging her hands versus the morphine drip that she was on and I was like man you know I told my mom I said y'all have her like really heavily medicated but this isn't doing anything for her um but when I go in there and I'm just touching her and rubbing on her and talking to her she just like drift off to sleep and she'd just be like relaxed and she'd be at peace and so I felt like you know, that kind of carried with me and it kept coming back, kept coming back. I was like, gosh, there's something in that, but I just didn't know what it was. So um, I saw this article about massage and just different types of massage and what people are doing for like health and wellness and pain management and things like that. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I know the effects of it, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I'll, I'll figure it out. So I enrolled and I kind of forgot about it because I was like one of the first students to enroll. And I guess like the enrollment period was like maybe six, seven months out. Um, so they called me up and was like, hey, you know, are you ready to start school and everything? And I was like, yeah, you know, and I still had like this time period towards I could kind of back out from it. So I was like, well, I'm going to try it. And if this doesn't work, um, I'm just going to stick with what my new major was at the time, which was just, um, graphic design. So I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll try it. So the first week I had this instructor, his name was Mr. Thomas, and he's still um, there. I went to medical training college. He's still an instructor there. And he made us read this article about these little children in this orphanage and it was some experiment that they had did a long time ago where they had taken like a set of infants and put them in a crib and then another set and one set um, were touched. You know, they were caught, you know, just kind of cuddled and played with, talked to and everything. And then the other set, they kind of ignored. And the ones that were paid attention to, they thrived and the other ones didn't. And that story changed me into thinking, 
that's that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. This was so what I was feeling when I was going through this thing with hospice and my grandmother, that was real. It wasn't all in my head. I didn't make it up. I got to do this. I have to help people. So I went through massage school thinking that I was going to go out and just be a healer and help these people feel better. And I wanted to work with hospice. So after graduation, I got, um, I don't know, I I had a list of people that I was going to try to see and drop my resume off to. I made a few phone calls to some hospice places and they told me that I could volunteer my services, but I couldn't get paid. And as a single mom, I'm like, no, I can't volunteer. I really have to get paid. And so it kind of pushed me into opening up my own practice. I worked for one spa and I hated it. And I was like, this can't be what it's supposed to, you know, it just, this isn't it. It's, you know, so I took a leap of faith and I started my own practice. And I had only been probably doing massage at that place for like maybe maybe nine months or something like that. And I opened up my own spot and I've just been rolling from there, I guess you can say. So I, I really wanted to do pain management. That's not where it, it brought me, you know, at first. So at first it was like, I had like a lot of people that was just, oh, you know, oh yeah, I'm getting a massage for this. And then one day I got this person with this sciatic pain and I was like, oh my gosh, we read about this in school. Um, Massage school scared the life out of me because they kept talking about, you know, don't, don't mess with the kidneys, you know, something about the kidneys and we could rupture the kidneys. And that was like so scary. So I wasn't really confident in doing like really deep work. And I'm I'm watching the expression on your face, Missy, because you're like... (laughs) Like, well, that has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I, I was afraid, but I had so many clients at the time coming in for sciatic pain and low back pain, and then they started feeling better. Um, but if it wasn't for a whole bunch of people coming in with so many different issues, so many different ailments and allowing me to practice and just kind of be myself and figure things out and find things. I don't think I would have gotten to where I am now with massage. Um, so like I said, it started with sciatic pain and, you know, people coming in from golf games. I started having kids with, you know, sports injuries and things like that. And it just kind of evolved into like a whole bunch of things. But while all this was going on, I still had to figure out, well, who can I market this to? Because I I needed the longevity, you know, so my very last class of massage school was business. And I love the business instructor. Everybody else hated her because she said to us, okay, congratulations. You guys finished massage school. Um, Your career is only going to last five to seven years. And everybody was like, oh my God, we've spent all this money. You're telling us we're only going to last five to seven years. And there was a but to it. I heard the butt. I don't think anybody else heard the butt because everybody else freaked out. Some people like reported her. She ended up getting fired because of what she said. It was just, it was terrible, but I understood what she meant. What she meant was if you don't find something to save your hands, you're not going to last in this industry. 
So right after graduate massage school and you know massaging all of these clients, I started to understand what she was what she was talking about. Um, I was doing like a lot of deep work with my hands and before I, you know, did the research on other modalities and things like that, but nothing was quite unique to give my clients what they needed um, versus what was comfortable to me. So a lot of times people feel like, oh yeah, she's just a wonderful massage therapist. And I don't understand how she does this all day long, where there's like a science to it. You know, I have to protect myself, but at the same time, deliver this high quality health and wellness experience for somebody else. Um, And that's what it was all about, finding that happy balance between me and the clients or kind of like a boundary to deliver these therapeutic services for, it's been like 18 years now. Mm -hmm. So I kind of changed my thought process in the pain management and started focusing on modalities that could help me help them, but also help me. So then I started bamboo massage. Okay. Hold on one second. I got a question. This is probably a Mm -hmm. stupid question. You say, you say modality, right? What is that? in, In massage we have, or what we call modalities and they're just different types of massages. So like deep tissue, um, hot stone all of those are different modalities okay. yeah so I would have said the word type but modality sounds a lot more official <laughs> <laughs> it is it is um, and uh, real quick though Luciana so I take it when you're saying when that just to make sure I'm understanding what that uh, instructor was saying about five to seven years she was saying just like just the constant use of your hands would wear on people and you're in a profession or if you're doing massages strictly with your hands and that's your profession and something happens to you, then you can no longer work. Is that kind of accurate? Okay. That's exactly what she was saying on both aspects. Okay. So a lot of massage therapists, if, you know, there's like a body mechanics is what they call it. So if we don't have the proper body mechanics, we develop carpal tunnel, back pain, um, all the things that we're treating you guys for, we start to develop on our own because we're just not using our bodies in the right way. Or sometimes I have a client that comes in and they want like this extremely deep tissue. Well, I go straight for their using my elbow because it's a broader surface. It's not as hard, but that puts a lot of pressure on my shoulder. So, you know, it's, it's all about what tool I can use to help me, you know, create that longevity in career and in just lifespan, because after doing so many massages a day, at the end of the day, you know, I have to feel good walking away from it as well. So yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know how many modalities there are, but there are thousands of modalities. Um, I guess some people would even consider like, well, with me being a, a massage therapist, I kind of went through a different aspect of my modalities where at first I was looking for something to save my hands, but then I started looking for something for my overall health and wellness, like my mental space. Because a lot of my clients come in and if the walls could talk, you know, there's, it's just, it's a, 
it's a therapy session. We were talking about family and friends and love and happiness and all these other wonderful things that's going on in their lives. So it's not just about the touch and making them feel better, but sometimes it's about taking them out of their environment and just making them feel good about themselves or looking at things in a different way. So I decided that I was also going to become a yoga instructor. And after I became a yoga instructor, I, I became a meditation instructor. So I combine massage, yoga, and meditation along with ashiatsu, bamboo massage, hot stone, and all those other modalities to create the wonderful experience that Missy gets. <laughs> on the Monthly. Table. Um, so ashiatsu, that's the practice of using your feet, correct? Yes. Ashi means foot and atsu means pressure. So foot pressure. Um, and a lot of times when I tell that to people, they think it's like the Jeffersons where the guy's like walking on somebody's back in the intro is nothing like that. Um, or people say, well, you're going to step on me. You're going to walk on me. No, it's, it's, I'm going to step on you, but not, not quite like that. So Ashiatsu gives you like an even level of pressure all throughout. Um, it kind of creates like a push pull technique on the muscle tissue. So it elongates the muscle tissue. And it's, even though it's deep, it's not as deep or as painful as a traditional deep tissue massage if I was using my elbow or, you know, my forearm or something like that. So Ashiatsu allows me to use my body weight, um, a controlled body weight, along with like heel pressure. So the heel is a broader surface versus the elbow then. Um, Missy likes to say my elbow is pointy or it, it is pointy. <laughs> it does. I mean, it works, <laughs> but I know, I know when Luciana busts out the elbow, I'm like, oh, something's tied up in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just tell you this as, as one of your clients and, and has been a client for, you know, seven plus years, um, this has been, I will say the, the massage, you know, that has been the one thing that I've been consistent on when it comes to true self-care and because it is a priority for me. And part of the reason that it is a priority for me is that I have firsthand seen these results of being very consistent with, with that. And just to let the audience know too, one of the things that I love about what Luciana has done with her space, that's, um, is, is it Celtic? Am I saying that right? Is it in Celtic? Yeah. 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 So one of the, one of the, the space there, it is, it is spa and relaxing. Like, like, it's not like you're walking into an office building and Luciana's laying you on a table. It's essential oils that I've bought from her, you know, and I might be butchering this, but I, the, the thing that, and, and this is not a sales pitch for necessarily Luciana, but I love how you can feel. I think it is the most interesting thing, how good qualified massage therapists can feel where your tightness is, you know, like you, Luciana have recognized things on me that I didn't realize were tight or needed to work on this past time that I went, she was like, and it had been about eight weeks cause I had gone to Hawaii, but she was like, golly, your back feels like puffy and inflamed. So let me put this wonderful, I'm going to say heating pad, but it's not even, it's whatever that thing is. And then we're going to do some cupping, you know? And so, and, and the feet, just to let everyone know, I feel like, yes, they probably picture like 
you standing on my back, but I, I guess the best way I can explain it is you've got those like rods or what, what do you call them? Like mounted to the ceiling. She's like, hang on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bars. And so it's not, I don't know. I don't think anything of it now. I don't think anything of it. I would recommend Luciana to anyone. I keep telling Patrick that he needs <laughs> to go, especially for your back. I've just been such a proponent in this type of self-care from start to finish. And I typically go see her on a Friday afternoon out of a hectic week. And I feel like Luciana never knows what she's going to (laughs) get. I think that's the beauty of it though. Um, I have so many clients, like, I don't know. I think once you can kind of get out of your head, that massage is like this luxury experience or something that you only get for your birthday because you're going to splurge or something like that you have to look at massage as being a health and wellness activity like it's part of your regular routine um I love doing I call them fluffing buffs but that's not that's not my typical client you know my client comes in for pain pain management we have standard appointments we're working on something I've had people test me and just not say oh you know well I'm not going to say what I have going on. I'll let you find it, you know, and, oh, I'm sorry. It's like storming here. Um, Coming our way. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where people kind of get confused of what massage is, you know, it's, it's an ancient health remedy. Um, People, you know, they have paid pictures and things like that of people getting massage and, Native American healers and things like that. There, that's all part of health and wellness of massage. So massage dates back a very, very, very long time ago. And a long time ago, that's all they had. There wasn't a hospital or a doctor. You went to the, you know, the witch doctor or something like that. Like if you put me back in the Salem witch cross, I'd probably be a, you know, at the state because they think that I'm, you know, doing some witchcraft or something like that. But the herbs and essential oils are the same exact things that we use in our modalities to help people feel better. So it's not just, um, I don't know, hocus pocus or just, you know, you really want to interview your massage therapist and see what type of skill set they have or how long they've been in business. Now, I don't want you guys to think that, oh, well, she doesn't have enough experience. I'm not going to go to her or anything like that. I feel like if people didn't give me a chance, I wouldn't have been where I, I wouldn't be where I am now. You know, so don't look at the the new newly licensed therapist and think, oh, well, she can't do anything. No, we come out of massage school with the knowledge that physical therapists, nurses, and um, occupational therapists don't even have, but they get paid a lot more money than we do. Yeah. So um, I I just, I think going back to the, you know, the massage for your birthday, (laughs) I think that, so since I've been going to Luciana, she has, I don't know if I'm going to say the word spoiled me, but basically if I go on vacation, and I'm like, and I'll tell you, I'm like, I might get a massage while I'm on there, like a relaxing type of massage. It's never worth the money to me. I'm just going to be honest. It's just, it's not worth, it's, it's not worth the money to me because they're, you know, three times the price of what they should be. And I don't, I I enjoy going to Luciana, but um, one thing that I think is important in picking a massage therapist, and it's just like, sometimes just picking a therapist or picking a doctor, right? Like your personalities, I feel like do kind of have to mesh. 
Um, you know, you don't want to go into a place that you feel intimidated. I've never felt intimidated by Luciana. She is the least judgmental person in my life. I have been to Luciana after I've had two bottles of wine. Oops. I have been to her after I fell down at Tiger Stadium. Oops. Number two, I have been to her where my hair is like dirty and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm hot mess express. Like This week has really just been so stressful. And then sometimes I think it's very rare. I walk up there and she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good today, but that's, that's not the norm, you know? I think and you're, we've had two sessions where you're like, I'm good today. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I mean, I really am hot mess express most days, but that's exactly why I go. It's, it recenters me. There's relaxing music. There's the essential oils. And I'm, I can't even describe the experience. Honestly, it is, there's, it's, it's something that I will continue to do and continue to make time for it, no matter how busy or hectic my schedule is. So, I mean, that's just, you know, just like anything I've had other therapists, you know, or, you know, we've had other professionals on here and I just think it's so important to not feel intimidated and to go to a place that's very comforting and accepting whatever that may look like for you, because Luciana, you, you might've had some clients that have kind of gone to you or tried you out and your massage style might just not be for them. Oh yeah. All the time. Um, well, I'm not going to say all the time. It's, it's happened before. Um, but it's, it's, it's with the modalities, like we said before, um, there are other therapists that are certified in different modalities that may, you know, they may go into something that's a little bit deeper or they're more experienced in something that that person is dealing with that I don't deal with or that I haven't dealt with. Um, so that would be one of the things that I would tell people, ask them what modalities are they certified in, um, in the state of Louisiana, everyone has to be licensed. So that's, I, I want to kind of put that out there because you do have to have a license. You do have to take a national exam. You do have to take a state exam. You have to have criminal background checks and things like that. But we also have to go through 12 CE credits every year and recertify every year. Which is um, the same and, amount, I'm pretty sure, as attorneys. But go, I mean, different type of CE, but I feel like attorneys is 12 a year. But go ahead. Yeah. No offense to the attorneys so, out there. I'm just saying, like, y'all have to do <laughs> CE credits, like professional service firms. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm saying that because there are a lot of people that, you know, they might advertise that they do massage in their house or something like that. Do your checks. Um, the Louisiana Massage Therapy Board has a website where you can actually go and see if that person is a licensed massage therapist. If you don't see their name on there, they're not licensed. Um, so our spa has to be licensed and the therapist has to be licensed. Okay. Um, but once we have like, if I go to a class and I have like a continuing education class, I can then advertise for that class because that says that I'm certified to do that class. Um, if I'm not certified to do that class, I cannot advertise and say, hey, I'm certified to do, you know, hot stone massage when I haven't had that certification yet. Um, the Louisiana Licensing Board does not allow me to do that. Okay. So they're protecting the public by, you know, putting those criteria out for us to do. Um, that's very important because a lot of times you might get a person or a massage therapist to say, well, yeah, I can do this, but are you licensed or are you certified to do that? You know, so you don't want to become like someone else's experiment, you know, and, and then get hurt. Yeah. If yeah. I feel like if something's done wrong, it 
it could potentially hurt you. I mean, we got to, we, we kind of throw around this word massage, but like somebody is literally like doing things to your body, you know? And, and, and I I think that's great advice for the listeners, Luciana, do your research. I mean, do you guys have to um, have a license that's visible to your clients or? Yes. Okay. It has to be out in public. Like when you come into my treatment room, yep. it's behind my door. Yep. So we have to be licensed and have it posted in plain view. It can't be like in a closet or something like that. It has to be out in the open. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will just say this. I don't want to go like too down a rabbit hole with COVID, but, uh, Luciana was very, um, COVID protocols were all in place for Luciana. And so I never felt like, you know, that, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not going to go into detail, but I always felt very safe going in there. Uh, She still requires a mask, which I think probably you might do forever when you think about how close you come in contact um, with everyone. And I think you've had a few clients that have possibly been upset about that. And I just think that just comes down to a respect issue. Um, so that's my opinion. <laughs> I think you can, you're, you're, it is your business. And I feel like you can set, you can set those rules, but just in case anybody was wondering about that, because I think it was a couple of months after the shutdown, you were, you texted me and you're like, okay, we've been released or we've been approved. Here's the protocols that are in place. Um, and you know, still following some of those. So just putting that out to, to the audience since, you know, you're in close contact with someone. Yeah, you are. Cause I essentially, I can't give you six feet, you know, right. so if something was to go down, you know, it's, it's mask or no mask and you know, that's all we have. Yeah. But one thing that I, I had to tell some of my clients that, you know, what goes on behind the scenes before you guys come in the treatment room. And what goes on after the treatment room, you guys don't see, but I feel like the massage therapy industry and most of the healthcare industries, we were already prepared for something like this. Um, Just because of just the protocols that we have to go through, I have to make sure everybody has clean sheets. We have clean face cradle, you know, everything is sanitized and everything. So the only thing that really affected us was trying to get our supplies you know, so we could have it stocked up just in case. Um, but another thing <laughs> is I am actually, I have a hand washing certification <laughs> from massage school. Like we had a class on just hand washing in massage school. It was one of my very first classes. And they taught us how to do pretty much surgical scrubs. We scrub from the tip of the fingers all the way down to the elbow. Oh, and wow. I still do that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's not, we don't do it. Well, we weren't taught to do it for the 20 seconds. Like, you know, your Apple watch tells you to do, we were doing it for like 60 seconds. So for one full minute, scrub down. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think that that's also important. Um, so I guess, Luciana, I would think that one of the things that kind of keeps you going and keeps you doing this, cause I do like, I think when I went on Friday, I was your fifth appointment on Friday and I think you had one after me and it was like, oh. you had one at five. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause I was yeah. out of there at like four fifteen, and you give adequate time between your clients. Um, and I'm like, I mean, six hours, I'll just say six hours. One of them might've been a 30 minute, by the way, I've had 90 minute massages. And if I could do that every time I totally would, it's the fastest 90 minutes of your life. But, uh, but so let's just say six hours. I mean, 
I don't want to say hard labor, but it's physical labor that you're doing for six hours. That seems like a, a lot. Was that, was that like a more full day than normal for you? Yes. I usually, since I'm a little older now, I don't dare do anything over five. Five is usually my limit, okay. but that day I had like a 30 minute massage. So who I don't take same day appointments. And the reason why I don't do that is because I like to kind of plan out the day so everybody can have exactly what they need. And when I say that, if I have like, you know, three one hour massages, that's, that's nothing for me. But if I have three hour and a half massages, that's, that's a little bit more intense and I kind of want to slow down. Um, so I do try to control my schedule according to what modalities I have booked or who's coming in. Um, and there's some clients that require a little bit more attention um, than others. So I, I'll schedule according to the client as well. Sometimes we need to talk a little bit more or I need to check in, make sure that, you know, their mental space is okay or something like that. Or, you know, so it's, it's not just about booking everybody in there, but I also have like that compassion for just the individual. I want to make sure that you're not just okay, you know, body wise, but how are you really, you know? So I've noticed with um, us reopening, I've had to do a lot of that. Yeah. So that, that's very important to me, but no, um, five is usually my max. I don't usually see six, but that day I did have an emergency session. I do get calls for people. It's like, oh my gosh, um, I fell down Tiger Stadium. <laughs> no. Hey, you fixed me. It, a, it really was a miracle. If anybody was seeing this bruise that I had on my left side of my body, we'll say the uh, glute area. Um, when I left Luciana, I was like, like the next day, I didn't take a picture or am I taking a picture? Cause you'd already seen it. I was like, you're a miracle. Like the bruise was, it was gone. She had flushed yeah. that bruise out and it was not, I will tell you, I, I do want to, I also want to talk about this in terms of the deep tissue aspect of it, that one of the things I have really come to appreciate about your technique is I have been to other massage therapists. And again, this is not a knock on them. Everybody is different in terms of what they can tolerate and what technique they want, but it was so deep tissue and so focused on just like hyper-focused on one area. It made me feel sick every time I went, not for you, Luciana, you know? And so for the pressure that you put, granted, sometimes it does. And you do warn me most of the time she's like, okay, so this is going to be a little intense, but it's intense for a short period of time. And so I feel like you've got this perfect combination of like deep and pain management, but you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm going to vomit all over the table. I have had yeah. that experience before. Um, so I, I do want to put that out there that, I mean, I know you're not like, you know, a, if you go to a spot, they're probably not going to do as deep as what you're going to do, but I've never been in so much pain. It's just been, I, I can't tolerate it. Yeah. I've had a, um, I've had a few people come in from other therapists and they kind of tell me that same experience. Um, and I don't like saying that I'm a deep tissue expert or anything like that, because that's kind of scary. You know, when, when I say, oh yeah, I do nothing but deep tissue all day long for some people, they're like, okay, give me 50 feet. I don't want any of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't handle that. Um, but I think for me, it's important that I listen to what my clients are wanting and feel through if what the body is telling me. 
Um, there are some people that really need deep tissue, but they can't handle deep tissue. And I honor that, you know, I have to respect that because I don't want you to come off of the table feeling like this is the worst experience ever. She didn't listen to anything that I said. Um, so for me, a lot of that is me having to pay attention to the body, but also respect the needs for that person. So like my daughter is, she needs so much deep tissue. It's not even funny, but I cannot do anything deep on her, but the work, you know, it may take me a little bit longer and we may have to do a few more sessions, but that's kind of what you're going to deal with. If you feel like deep tissue, isn't going to be the thing for you. Um, but I kind of trick the body. So, and Melissa probably knows a lot about this too. If I pull out the heating pad or anything with the heat or the, um, the UV lamp or something, that's me tricking you because I know I need to go a lot deeper than what I know you can handle. Um, one of the other things that I was taught is to look for body language, because if you stop talking or you stop breathing, or, you know, you're holding your breath or something like that, that's letting me know that this is uncomfortable. Um, but people don't always say that, you know, they'll say afterwards, well, Luciana, you really hurt me. And I'm like, well, how come you didn't say that? You have to communicate that with your therapist, because I don't want to create this uncomfortable or unpleasant experience for you. So it's not going to hurt my feelings, but, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm not going to get my money's worth if I tell her, you know, no, it, you know, it's not that, but I don't want to create more stress or trauma onto the tissue than needs to be. Um, and there are some therapists that they, they do different modalities and it may require that, but I like to go with a more gentler, subtle approach before me just kind of digging in. Yeah, I, uh. I, I can just say that because I just feel like it's effective, but not super painful. And then this, we're going to kind of, I'm going to end on this note pretty uh -huh. much after every session that Luciana and I have, I, and poor Luciana has to repeat herself over and over to me because sometimes I'm not super compliant when I walk out of there, but it is, you know, make sure you soak in the tub. You need to drink a lot of water. Here's some stretches you can do specific for what I felt today. And so that, again, it's, it's above and beyond walking in, getting undressed, getting on the table, you massaging me. And then I just, I leave on my merry way. I've always felt like, and I'm kind of going to get like a little deep and maybe like nostalgic, but I've always felt like you have always really deeply cared about me and my well being, both my mental and physical state. And you can just tell that with how your practice is. Um, and I think that's something that's really special. So like, basically you can't retire ever. Um, don't say you're getting older. You're not that much older than I am. <laughs> oh, or you have to train somebody and they're going to basically have to be you. Okay. We have that on record. Well, I do have another therapist that we have the, the same style. Like she's my massage therapist. So if I did retire, I'd probably pass everybody along to her, but we're no, she's younger than me. So I think y'all will be okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. Are you taking, <laughs> are you taking new clients or are you, are you full right now? Just for the list. No, I am, I am taking new clients, but everyone has to schedule online. It, it's kind of hard. Like I'm a, I think what people don't understand is, you know, going from like a big spa setting to just a private practice, it is a little different. So I'm a one man show. Um, and when I say that I answer the calls, I book the appointments, I do the massages. Um, 
I do have my my daughter is my esthetician that's there, so it's her and I that's there together. Um, but yeah, it's it's better for someone to just schedule online and book their um, appointment from there. Is that through the Mind Body app? I should know this, but I don't schedule online. <laughs> I don't have the Mind Body app anymore. Okay, I don't have it anymore. Yeah, so I just updated the link on Google and everything okay. last week when I kind of opened up my schedule. So if you Google me, Luciana's Massage and Spa Therapies, it'll have the scheduling link right there for you. And I think it's also on Yelp. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm a tad bit spoiled. <laughs> when it comes to booking my appointments. So, well, Luciana, thank you so much for your time today and uh, joining us. And I have an appointment with you in like a week or so. <laughs> so uh, if I go a long stretch of time, then I'll do like an hour session in like every like two weeks until I feel a little bit better. Cause I'm still, still, still pretty tight everywhere. And also the other thing is and everyone knows that listens to this. I love, I enjoy working out and, you know, that puts a certain amount of stress on your body right there. Plus the stress of everyday life. And so, you know, before you know it, you're one big ball of stress and tight muscles. So it's, like I said, it's just been very beneficial and please check her out. Um, I, I feel like if she's a part of my life, she should be a part of everyone's life. <laughs> So, uh, and if anybody has any questions or wants to reach out to me directly, just let me know. Lainey is sitting here, everyone. You know, she's our other Louisiana <laughs> lady now, whether she likes it or not. I like to just listen too. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, uh, Luciana. We really appreciate you being here and we hope that all of our listeners have a great week. Bye everyone. Bye.